Hi, Raylan here, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Ships. Today we'll be speaking of the relationship between gratitude and well-being. This is particularly important if you're someone like me who's striving to learn how you can live a life full of gratitude to help center, heal, and empower your well-being. Our guest this episode is Kemi of Afrobeat Fit, and she will share her journey with us along with some wisdom she's picked up along the way. So get on board and enjoy. Hello, hello, and good morning. So excited for today's episode. Um, It's truly one that I was excited to talk about and explore. Um, And we have Kemi here of Afrobeat Fit, who is going to help us um, just navigate what gratitude is and how it uh, affects your well-being. But uh, before we jump right into the topic, I would love for Kemi to introduce herself to the audience and uh, just give us a little bit of background on who she is. Sure. So um, as Raylan said, I'm Kemi. I'm the founder of Afrobeat Fit, and I also uh, strive to be an educator of um, culture, wellness, and dance. And so if I'm not you know, dancing and, and working up a good sweat, then I'm either stretching or trying to heal through uh, movement and wellness. Which is actually how I came to learn about you uh, during COVID. I took your Grand Rise and Stretch um, sessions on, in, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have been very helpful for me and healing for me during this whole crisis. So <laughs> thank you to you. You <laughs> thank are you for using um, I'm really happy to have you here. We actually recorded a podcast yesterday and then there was horrible feedback. So we're taking a second stab at it. Um, and I'm hoping that some of the gems and the wisdom that you um, shared with us yesterday still kind of arise in this um, podcast because I definitely had some nuggets of wisdom that I took with me yesterday. <laughs> but um but no worries, we're going to work it out. So thank you again for just carving out time. I know you're busy. So let's just get right into it. Um, Kemi, what is your relationship to gratitude um, and your well-being? Um, so my relationship to gratitude, as I mentioned before, it's a journey. Um, mm-hmm. It's a journey. And, um, you know, many moons ago, like you learn about like being grateful for things and having gratitude when you're younger or like, you know, appreciating each day as it comes. But um, because I am a child of, you know, immigrants, um, I was able to have a touching point with gratitude in a different way, uh, really growing through that and, you know, starting off life, not having certain things and now being more grateful for the things that I do have. And I think that um, as I've gotten older, and experience the world, you know, I've been able to kind of like carve out what gratitude means for me and Mm -hmm. um, find ways of living that out in my life. And so uh, for me right now, uh, as I mentioned, gratitude is a journey, but I show my gratitude by uh, recognizing, you know, talking to the source and, um, you know, knowing what my gifts are and sharing them with the world or just kind of living out of my purpose. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I feel like that's, you just said a multiple, I thought like five different things when you said that one, how many people maybe are lacking gratitude 
one, because they don't have a source, right, or something bigger than themselves that they connect to, whether it's a God or not. Um, but also that, you know, you recognized or figured out your giftings and um, have decided to sort of show gratitude or the evidence of having gratitude is to then offer them back and, and share them with the world. And so you found that outlet, which is really, really powerful. And I think a lot of people um, can't really do that because they don't even know what their gifts are, right? Mm -hmm. We're just working a nine to five, we're just hustling and bustling and we're never taking time to really explore who we are and what we we contribute to the world. So right, 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 right. that's really interesting. Um, so you mentioned using your, your platform with Afrobeat Fit and um, dance and healing mm -hmm. as a way to show back your gratitude, but what are like some other practical ways? Like when I think of uh, gratitude in my own life. I remember being a kid, similar to what you were saying with your mm -hmm. um, your roots. You, my grandmother, I would come up to her and complain about, oh, you know, my back hurts, or mm -hmm. oh, like my hand hurts, whatever. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I have an ache or a pain, right. and she would always stop me, always, and mention that somebody else in the world has it mm -hmm. worse than you do, right? Mm -hmm. Like whatever your situation is at this time, you know, somebody else has it worse, so you need to be grateful for right. what you have, like. Right. If your hand's hurting, well, the other hand's not. So mm. let's be grateful for that. Or if you didn't, you know, get to do this thing X, Y, and Z, well, let's be grateful for what you did get to do or what you did get to experience. And right. that just built this um, mentality in me that I've carried since I was a kid of just like being grateful for mm. the big things and the small things. Mm -hmm. Can you connect that a little bit more with your upbringing or maybe even um, the reconnection that you've found with um your ancestral roots? Mm, well, sure. So um, as you were speaking, I actually started thinking about one thing that I've been kind of like meditating on today. Mm -hmm. And um, that simply is uh, just being grateful for the ebbing and the flowing of life. And mm. so I've been spending time today just thinking about <laughs> the, the doors that were never open for me you know, the doors that were closed, um, the no's that I received in my life, the you're not good enough, the, you know, uh, you're not fit, <laughs> you're not a good fit for the position. Um, uh. All of those, you know, I've been I've been thinking about those things and um, resting in the gratitude of the ebbing and the flow of life. And so taking it back to the ancestral worship. So I, uh -huh. I've been exploring um, uh, African diasporic spiritual system, which is uh, Ifa, and it derives from Ni West Africa, specifically Nigeria, uh, specifically Ife um, in Nigeria. That's the, the city state that it's from. And oh. um, it really ties in ancestral worship and as well as, you know, worship of the Orishas. And one thing that's prominent in my life is uh, water, uh, this like imagery of water. Um, my name, my last name actually means water or something that's essential to the soul. And so, huh. yeah, <laughs> I'm going deep. I'm going a little deep today. So <laughs> there, there are times that I receive messages that tie back to who I am. And I, I, I know that they're like poignant messages because it ties back to this imagery of water. And so today I've just been kind of resting and or meditating and being grateful for
the peaks and the valleys, you know, not just the happy things, but also like, you know, the points of despair, the sad times and the the times where I didn't know (laughs) how to move forward. And so, right. yeah, so, so all those things, you know, um, tie kind of like unconventionally into gratitude. Um, mm-hmm. But again, Absolutely. as I mentioned, it just feels like that journey. It's not just me saying like, oh, I'm so grateful for today. But it's like, you know, I'm grateful for um, the good and the bad, the peaks and the valleys of life. I mean, that is what life is, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's never, it's never one constant thing. It's always different things being thrown into the pot and combating or overcoming different things. And that I think, um, I think it was said really beautifully, like being grateful for everything, all experiences, Mm -hmm. because they honestly do like shape and mold your path. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's no real negative or, or, or bad outlook when you think of it through that lens. Um, So during COVID, I mean, we've all experienced so much uh, grief and just stress and anxiety during this time um, Mm -hmm. for different reasons for some people, but no one has been unaffected. And I, and then not just COVID, but just like the racism and the, which has always existed, but that now we've had a chance to actually sit with um, and process in a way that we've never had before as a, as a global community. Mm-hmm. But um, during COVID, I took a course actually with Yale on positive psychology. And it's so funny because all this like Western thought and all these like studies and the, the science behind everything, it really, um, it, it's, it's set in a very different way, but it's really not different than what we uh, intuitively know, or even if we get, are in touch with our roots, right? Like things that we can figure out. Um, so in this class, this positive psychology class, they talked a lot about um, just how to attain a, a life of, of happiness and not happiness in the superficial sense of the word, but like deep, meaningful, um, engaged and pleasant, like a lifestyle of like pleasure and engagement and um, meaningfulness. And so thinking about that, I, they actually talk about how this positive psychology is not just looking at all of the positives, similar to what you were saying. It's mm-hmm. looking at everything in life and mm-hmm. really weighing and balancing and, and being at peace and coming to grips with all of these different facets of life. Um, but one of the things that they talked about was the limbic system and how, you know, we go through life, we have all these different emotions and the brain actually does control your emotions, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, the amygdala, it, which is located in the limbic system is what controls your emotional state. Mm-hmm. And I know one thing that you talk about a lot about in your grand rise and stretch um, sessions is the Ori. And mm-hmm. I have never heard the Ori <laughs> before <laughs> your class, but when you said it, it resonated with me and it just seemed like a, it was an aha moment. Like, wow, mm-hmm. that's so powerful. And yeah, like that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I, I was hoping maybe you could just speak to what the Ori is and um, what you're finding through your practice mm-hmm. to 
how it, how it heals and empowers you, if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, within the realm of Ifa, uh, there is uh, a lot of emphasis, obviously, on the Orishas and ancestral worship, but also the Ori, which means the head. So it literally so just means the head. And so um, it's interesting because with, within the term Orisha, Ori is the root word. And so mm-hmm. um, that kind of ties into that as well. So uh, when people kind of get into this study, some people feel like they may need like a priestess or a priest, or they may need to like, you know, contribute money and just do all these things to start the practice. But right. there was a priest that was, you know, strongly emphasizing the fact that, you know, studying Ifa is, it's an internal study. All you need is your head. All you need to do yeah. is sit with your thoughts um, and within the Western world, you know, we, we talk a lot about quieting our mind. We mm-hmm. talk a lot about, you know, if you're doing yoga, like shut your thoughts off. You know, we, we do a lot of things that are counter, I believe are counterproductive to self-work. And so oh. if you're thinking about the concept of, you know, the ori or like creating a relationship with yourself, i.e. your head, it wouldn't make sense to turn your thoughts off. And so during the rise and stretch, I generally try to add in like, you know, relax, but don't feel as though you need to silence your thoughts. Mm. You know, the, the truest victory is being able to be one with your thoughts and take stock of what your body is trying to tell you. So long, uh, uh, long answer longer. <laughs> I believe <laughs> that, um, you know, the greatest thing that we could do for ourselves, like, and within the self-work journey is to, you know, become one with what's going on in our mind. Because as you said, it does really like control and it does really, it's, it's, it's the, the propeller or it's like the, the guiding force for everything else, what we're thinking yeah. about. It truly is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And I mean, you said it and I, again, it resonated with me um, mm-hmm. really powerfully, but it was just kind of like, this is stuff that people literally are pouring millions of dollars into studying right the brain and how it works and it's like it's this intuitive thing that we as human beings just have like Mm -hmm. and it's suppressed for many different reasons and for many different generations but um it does lie within us and I know that's something that you mentioned yesterday I made a Mm -hmm. comment about a poem Mm -hmm. um that I shared and you mentioned like yeah you know you said this poem about how your thoughts are connected to your words and your words mm-hmm. are connected to your habits and then the mm-hmm. habits form your character and the character forms your destiny. And when I recited that when I was younger, I thought I was so deep and wise and <laughs> you were, <laughs> but you said something to me that really, um, I don't know, it just, it, it just comforted me. And you said, even then, back then when I was what, 18, I didn't realize what I was fully saying, but like, intuitively and maybe even spiritually like I my my body understood my brain understood Mm -hmm. um, my soul my spirit understood what I was saying and that's that you know it all starts with your thoughts it all starts with Mm -hmm. the ori it all starts with what you are telling yourself feeding yourself believing seeing your perspective um, and that really does control everything and so for me thinking going back to gratitude I feel like Gratitude is such a powerful key to living a healthy and well-balanced life mm-hmm. because it is an emotion and, it, and an emotion is tied to your thoughts, right? And so if you can snap yourself out of 
um, maybe a going down, having a negative spiral or feeling negatively about something. And I don't just mean like thinking a bad thought and then moving on or thinking about a bad thought, processing it, and then in a healthy way, moving on. But I mean, people who like mull over and mm-hmm. worry and fret. I feel like gratitude can snap you out of that and allow you to see opportunities, right? right so allow right. you to see a, a way out of your situation or even perhaps a solution to your situation. Um, have you ever real like had that experience where, you know, the moment that maybe you put some gratitude mm-hmm. on it or maybe you put a positive spin on it, um, you were able to see it in a different light, your situation in a different yeah. light? Mm-hmm. I have actually. So uh, many moons ago, <laughs> uh, so there's, I've lived many lives. And so many moons ago, I actually lived in Atlanta, Georgia, and I was down there mm. to train and dance professionally. And um, during that time that I was there, I went through <laughs> so much, um, mm. a lot of, lot of peaks and valleys, but more, less peaks and more valleys. And uh, while I was there, I remember I was like praying and I was just like, God, why is this happening to me? Like, why did I move like so many thousands of miles away from my home in Rhode Island mm-hmm. to come here and suffer? And so yeah. in that time, I got the answer about um, just living out my purpose each day. And so I started trying to turn around <laughs> my situation mm-hmm. by kind of touching the people that I would meet each day. And pouring into them the best I could, even if it was simply, you know, making them smile or making them feel loved. I just felt that my purpose was to edify anybody that I, that I encountered, period. The end. Mm. You know, yeah. while at work, yeah. if I, you know, connected with somebody, I needed to give 175% because that was my mission for that time. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, I did that. And uh, that really allowed me to, you know, focus less on my situation and focus more about the happiness that I was feeling by connecting with people. And I remember I was talking to a coworker and I told him, I was like, like, you know, I told him about just my current situation. I was like, I'm really like, I'm going through so much. It's been hella hard being here. And he was like, whoa, I would have never thought that. (laughs) And he was like, you're always like smiling and joking and like um, talking and you always seem like you're in good spirits. And I was like, if you only knew I needed to ground myself in a mission in order to find a pivot and keep moving. That was the only thing that helped me to ground myself in that purpose. Yeah. And yesterday you talked a little bit about like how it's okay to be in that state, right? And to say I'm depressed, right? And to and to mm-hmm. share that or tell people, yeah, I'm not the happy Kemi today, or I'm not the like funny go-to lean on me <laughs> friend, Raylin today. Like I'm right. just, I'm okay. I'm making it through. Like I'm gonna get through it, but right now it's a little tough. And I think that's really powerful. We don't allow ourselves to be authentic in that way. We're always, I know I, that is something that I struggle with, like always trying to be chipper. And be this Mm -hmm. like, you know, ray of sunshine to people because I want, similar to what you were saying, I want people to feel good. I want them to see the brighter side of things. But what happens when that's not how I feel? (laughs) And everybody's (laughs) looking at me like, well, what's wrong with you? Or this is not difficult for you. And it's like, I'm human. I'm trying to process. Um, And allowing each other space to do that, right? And not, um, and for us personally, not, 
trying to hide from that or run from that. And it talks that it just reminds me of what you were saying, being grateful, the ebb and the flow, right? Some days are good. Some mm-hmm. days are bad, but honoring all of it, processing all of it. And, um, you know, just giving yourself the space and the empowerment to, to work through it. Um, right. Is really, really powerful. Um, I guess the last thing I wanted to ask when I think about gratitude and well-being, if somebody came to you um, struggling with, you know, just the the quality of their life, right, and you subscribed to them uh, or prescribed to them uh, for a week to focus on gratitude, um, what, what would be some of the ways, and maybe this can come from your own practice or things that you've read or seen, uh, what would be some of the ways in which you would try to help them start this journey of gratitude and building and strengthening their well-being? Mm, that's a really great question. <laughs> that's a good one. Um, <laughs> so I must say first, it would really it would really be particular to the person. And so a lot of people mm-hmm. do um, ask me about things like this, but I would need to learn more about their journey Mm -hmm. um, and know more about like them and like their history and things like that, because they could have literally psychological issues too, you know? So it may not need to be like my whole list. They, they just may need, they may need meds. I don't know. Right. You know, so (laughs) there's that aspect. Um, however, again, depending on them, um, Mm -hmm. I do think that sunlight is important. Um, Mm. being black people, being people with melanin, people of color, um, we, and then being in the Northeast, being in New England, we do have higher amounts of people that are, um, you know, vitamin D deficient. Mm. And, um, due to this deficiency, there's actually a direct correlation to depressions and, and, and sometimes it's, they call it seasonal depression. And so I would really, you know, um, encourage people to you know get their tests and see where their vitamin d levels are mm-hmm. where the sun that the, figure out their sunlight intake because that is very important and i think once you start taking you know sunlight or vitamin d um you'll realize that your mood there there is a difference with your mood mm. for sure there's a Absolutely. difference with that so that's the first thing um the other thing that i would say is uh i would want them to take stock in their diet. (laughs) Um, I do think that there is a correlation, a direct correlation with what we're eating and how we act or what we eat and how we navigate the world. And if we're not eating foods that fuel us, um, it's just going to be a little more uh, difficult to like navigate life. And then the other thing would be, oh, wait, sorry, um, are you vegan? No, I, (laughs) I I don't really go by the terms, but okay. I'm like girl. (laughs) So there are some days. Some days I'm vegan. Um, I don't eat meat. I don't eat meat. Okay. Um, some days I am vegan. Some days I'm not. There were I go in and out. So there were a few years that I was vegan, and then I came back. But I that food journey was because I couldn't. There was a time I couldn't digest food. And literally the doctors kept giving me more medicine. And for me, I was like, you know, it's not the medicine. There's something going on with my system. And so I went to a homeopathic doctor and Mm -hmm. he told me like, you're healthy, you work out, you dance, you do all these things. It's, you don't need medicine. It's something you're eating that is making you sick. And he was like, Uh I, 
I know that it's the meat and I know it's dairy. Um, so take all of those things out, come back and let me know how you feel. So this was back in like 2009. And so I started on that journey back then. And so, but now I, I'm not going back to meat. So I I can't remember how long I've, I stopped doing, I can't remember, but yeah. So I I strive in and out of like plant-based vegan, but I'm basically vegetarian. I don't eat meat. Okay. And then, um, I guess the last part of the question, I would recommend, um, them just looking at their internal cup. Um, Uh I think that that's important, uh, recognizing if the cup is full, if it's empty, where, where that, where the liquid is inside of that cup. Um, and when does it deplete? When does it, um, when, when is there more? I think by, uh, examining that cup, you could definitely figure out how to add in some self-love and some balance in your life. And one of the ways that you can do that is joining her classes <laughs> Monday through Friday at 9 30 on Instagram they are amazing and it's not a lot of time it's like what 30 minutes um yeah. you have great tunes in the background girl I've like followed the playlist now on on Spotify it's my jam um awesome. so not only are you getting a really good stretch but you're also Really, at least for me, I can't speak for anyone else, but I feel grounded. I feel empowered to start my day. I feel just centered um, and balanced to be able to take on whatever the day uh, brings. So kudos to you for all you're doing. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for carving out more time (laughs) for this podcast Um, and just being a light and just being a light. So we appreciate you. And Thank if you, you guys want to follow Kemi, Kemi, how can people find you? Sure. So anything Afrobeat fit, uh, I am connected to that. So we're on all social media platforms. And then my personal Instagram is at iDreamAnyway. Everything spelled correctly. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to that last episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, I feel very strongly about living a life of gratitude in order to be whole and happy and fulfilled um, and really using gratitude to just reshift your focus on what you have and not on what you're lacking. So I hope that you are able to take away some things from that. I feel like we talked about a lot and we're also, um, as I mentioned in this current podcast, basing a lot of our conversation off of the podcast um, bloop (laughs) from yesterday that we recorded and I was unable to publish. But um, in in any circumstance, I just wanted to give you guys some takeaways to think about Um, obviously you can go back and re-listen to this podcast over and over and over again, which would be delightful. But um, I don't know. And and thinking about this whole topic, um, you know, I've thought about people I've come across in my travels or in my short time here on earth. And, you know, some people that I've met, they didn't have much, you know, Um, they had very little, but they lived a very well balanced life. They were very happy. They were very fulfilled. Um, And then I've known some people that had an abundance of things, an abundance of family, an abundance of love and support material things and they still felt very imbalanced or unfulfilled and I don't know I just feel like gratitude even though some people want to round it out to just be a simple feeling or emotion uh, it definitely has huge benefits to one's personal well-being I mean there are tons of studies 
um, from UPenn and Yale, as I kind of alluded to in the episode, um, that have shown that practicing gratitude can actually lower blood pressure and anxiety and increase your mood or even strengthen your connections and relationships. Um, and so as we've heard today uh, in talking with Kemi, showing your gratitude can look different from day to day, right? It can incorporate things like prayer and meditation or um, stretching or yoga. It can simply be making a mental list of things you're thankful for upon uh, waking up in the morning, which is something that I practice. Um, it can also be using your talents and gifts in service to others. However you see fit, make no mistake about it, there is a direct science linking a life of gratitude to a person's wellness. So some of the takeaways that I just wanted to highlight really quickly before I let you go is to be grateful for all of your experiences, whether good or bad, because they are ultimately shaping you and your destiny. Um, in order to do this, you do need to practice being present, right? And practice being still enough to um, assess how you're feeling or assess where you are emotionally, spiritually, physically, um, and then adjust as needed. But be grateful for all experiences. And in order for you to be grateful for your experiences, you have to be present with them and really be mindful of what you're doing in the present moment so that you can assess and adjust. Um, another takeaway that I um, wrote down after listening to this podcast and listening to Kemi is that attaining happiness or well-being, it starts with the Ori or the head, right? It starts with um, how you develop your thoughts, right? Your thoughts essentially develop the life that you focus on creating. Your thoughts are, are the gateway to creating the life you want. So if your thoughts are only focused on the negative, your perspective and your words and your habits, your character and your destiny will also follow suit. Um, they all build off of your thoughts in short. So um, don't simply rest only on looking at all of the peaks in your life, but also pay attention to those valleys, right? And process them as need be. Um, and maybe one way that you can process the valleys or the negatives are asking yourself, what's the lesson in this? Where can I grow in this? What's the purpose of this current experience right now? Like, what is the universe? What is God trying to teach me? What am I supposed to learn from it? Um, the other thing I want to say is living a life of gratitude and well-being does not mean that everything is peachy keen, honey. Okay. Like let's normalize human emotions. And as Kimmy talked about the ebbs and the flows of life, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be hurt. It's okay to be tired. It's okay to be lonely. Communicate that to yourself. Communicate that to the people around you that love you and that you feel safe communicating that to Give yourself space to be present with these feelings. And if you do feel like they're lingering maybe a little too long or you're sinking into that negative downward spiral, try giving gratitude a, a, a shot. See if by focusing on being grateful for what you have in that moment, if it helps with shifting your mindset, helps with shifting your mindset and getting you out of that negative space. Um this podcast is not meant to lessen the seriousness of mental health needs um, and or belittle the proper therapies that are available to us 
Um, if we are feeling imbalanced or feeling a little too low, feeling depressed, feeling anxiety. So please hear me loud and clear. This is not meant to lessen the seriousness of mental um, health. But if you are feeling imbalanced, if you are feeling maybe a little bit down, COVID's got you down, all the bullish in the media has you down, our lack of leadership in this country of the United States of America, that is, has you down, try focusing on gratitude, right? Um, but also maybe gratitude may not be what is helpful for, for you in this moment. So if you are feeling any of these things in a very profound way, I encourage you to reach out to your medical professional, a family member, a friend, um, and seek out support for your difficulties or your challenges. And also just remember, you're not alone. And there are people all over the place, wherever you are, there are people who can help you on your journey to healing. I hope that this was helpful for somebody. It's very helpful for me. Um, and yeah, be well. I'm thankful that you guys have listened. And I'll see you next time.